Welcome. Welcome. Yes, Welcome. yes, 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 yes. Get it, get fly. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. Nigga, I got tired today. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, yeah, hey, I wasn't tired until I woke up three lanes over and I was like, this is insane. It's like, this is over. Like, nah, I'm surprised I didn't crash today. Damn, it was like, that I, bad? Yeah, nah, I, I just said I woke up like two lanes over. That's crazy, bro. Yo, surprised. have you ever have you ever tried to uh, actually chew gum while you're you know while you're drowsy and you're driving? Sometimes that helps a bit. I don't know if you've tried it though. I didn't know. See, the thing is, I didn't know I was drowsy. Like I had I gotten up. I had like I was running. It wasn't like it was nine in the morning, bro. It was like eleven forty. Okay, gotcha. Like I'd already been up. I'd like gone and run some errands. I was just coming from the, uh, the check engine light came on. It was a gas cap, by the way. Um, right. so I was just having that looked at like it, and I literally was up running errands. I was on the way home or right. on the way wherever I was at it. And I was driving and I woke up two lanes over and I only knew it because I woke up, I heard a horn mm. and immediately hit the brakes and I looked right. up and I was two lanes from where I was on Broad Street. The lucky thing is my car tends to pull to the right. Right. Had it pulled to the right, I would have ran into the back of a parked car. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta be um, careful, brother. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but luckily it pulled to the left, and right. I was like, Yo, what the fuck? And I was maybe five minutes from the crib, and that was so like I got I got really disorientated. I didn't know right. what, like I had to pull over because I couldn't. My mind could not register the difference between a green light and a red light and a stop sign. Like I'm sitting at green lights. Right. Like I'm just my just and I was like, yo, let me just pull over. I pulled over, took a quick yeah. nap, got to the house, and I have like I've been home since. Like I've Crazy. been exhausted, bro. I'm exhausted back and forth and running yeah. around and driving and coming to the up, city, going back to Philly. Being up all times of fucking all the night working and all times of the morning working and all times of the day working. Um, right. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love right. every fucking second of it. Um, but when they tell you people burn out from exhaustion, that shit is real. Like, I remember the first time I heard that shit, I forgot who it was that, like, they said, oh, someone's all passed out from exhaustion. I was like, that's right. some bullshit. And then as I started to, like... How, how old were you at the time? I was probably, like, 21. Mm-hmm. That explains it. And I also wasn't anywhere near as into what we do now as I was then. Correct. Now that now that I'm like, this is this is this is life. Mm-hmm. It was, it's different. It's way different. It is. It really is. And it's like I wake up and immediately get to doing something that has to do with my with my like with feeding myself, like with feeding my my household. With right. you know what I mean? It ain't. You know what I mean? I go to sleep doing that. Except for today and yesterday. I don't know what happened. I can't find my remote control to the TV. I had it on the couch, and that shit just has gone missing. I done tore the fuck out You kind of said it the wrong way. You got to say remote control. That's what I said. Remote control, right? Remote control. Okay. Remote control. But I can't <laughs> find that shit. Now, how am I supposed to watch the games? Um, The TV doesn't have, like, digital buttons or whatever they call it, like, capacitive buttons underneath. How old? Have to check that. 
How old is your TV that you got compared? What is this? Um, what is it's this? from last year. I got a 65 inch Samsung. It's an LED TV that I'm looking at right now, and it has like capacitive buttons at least. I mean, if the control doesn't work, I mean, how how is you supposed to change the channel or do an input or a source? I'm not doing this with you, man. I don't, know, man. I don't um, know what kind of TVs you'll be buying, bro. I got a Samsung curved, curved TV. You see my TV? I got a yeah, I got a regular. I got a Samsung too. Yeah, state right. of the art is a 2021 TV. Shout out to Samsung. Send them, send them new TVs this way. Son of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the show. We gotta, we we you guys gotta some, check in. Yeah, we're gonna get to the show. You got some, you got some interesting thing to talk about today too. All right, but before we get there, it's your boy Sincere Davinci. And your boy Jay Honey. And this is the Jay Sin Podcast. We're shaking, mm. folks. Yeah. Uh, for those right. tuning in at the moment, shout out to you. Yes, yes, Thank yes. Thank you for yes, the participation. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Lisa said, what's up, Elisa? She said she, she got, got Sony. Sony's a classic. Yes. You can't go wrong with a Sony. Nah. Nah. She got this incarnation. She got the song. It's so NY, like the folks who make PlayStation. You heard? Yeah. All right. So let's get let's get to the first question. Why won't the Ravens pay Lamar Jackson? <laughs> okay, so in the past 48 hours. <laughs> oh, you laughing. <laughs> you laughing at another black man's misery. That's, that's, why, I'm that's <laughs> why I'm laughing. That's why I'm laughing. Lamar, stop playing, B. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because this is like the third week straight we've talked about Lamar Jackson's contract. <laughs> yeah. And every time it just gets slightly more disrespectful. It does. Not us, but what niggas is doing to Lamar oh, Jackson. And around things that are happening around Lamar Jackson as well. So not only what did Lamar not get his contract this week, mm-hmm. the Eagles said, you know what? We're going to double down and give mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts a two hundred and something million dollar contract with hundred and eighty guaranteed. Hundred and eighty guaranteed. Sheesh. That's right in the ballpark of what Lamar was asking for, except it's slightly less guaranteed money. But what this does even more <laughs> is further make Lamar Jackson's contract demands look even more ridiculous. Because, yes, you won an MVP. Okay? He did not win an MVP. Jalen Hurts <laughs> did not win an MVP. But he was one or two plays away from winning a Super Bowl. Pretty and much. he was. He was. Jalen Hurts was. Maybe a game or two away from winning an MVP had he not gotten hurt. True. And he asked for less money and less guaranteed money than what Lamar Jackson was asking. asking for. Right. Do you think Lamar Jackson needs to rethink his his contract, or do you think that he stands firm that he deserves his money? I think it's a little bit of both. I just feel like the Ravens should meet him halfway because right now things are just looking bad. I think. For both parties, because the Ravens, as we speak, don't have a quarterback and Lamar Jackson doesn't have a team. So 
<laughs> and then they went and gave this nigga OBJ like that was a consolation prize. Exactly. So it's like it, it just looks bad on both ends. Um, they just need to like step in a room and just hash things out. I feel like, I mean, once a wise man told me, <laughs> he said, you're only as good as your last deed. He told me this a long time ago. This is like my first corporate job. I'd say back in like 2006 or something like that. And um, back, you know, segregation days, like certain people call it here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he told me, he was like, you're only good as your last deed because as soon as you have a mishap or do a mistake or you kind of like double cross someone in any way, they're going to forget everything good you did for them, basically. Oh, yeah. You know, Big and they're just going to focus on the negative. And that actually happens in a lot of cases. And I think it's happening in this case where the Ravens, you know, and Lamar, they were such a good combination. Everything was going well. John Harbaugh and, you know, uh, the offensive staff and everybody was getting along, you know, with Lamar Jackson. You know, they were looking at him as like the next, you know, as the next uh, um, franchise quarterback, basically, after Joe Flacco's departure. And, you know, everything was going swell. Everything was going good up until the Browns decided to start browning. They gave Deshaun Watson this incredible contract that I don't think we're ever going to see ever again because it actually goes against the actual structure of the NFL to sign someone for that much money and for it all to be guaranteed. So I think. Lamar Jackson is still in that Deshaun Jackson, now Jalen Hurts kind of cloud. He wants to land like somewhere in between there. And I think he's going to have to scale it down a little bit. And then I think the Ravens on the other end, they're going to have to try to meet him somehow in the middle. But I do feel like he deserves to get paid what he's worth. But they have to meet a middle ground. It can't just be just one side. All sides, I think, have to be happy in this case. And right now, it's just not looking good for both parties, I think. Uh, I feel, first of all, Cuddy says pay that man. Of course, definitely. Um, He's the best option you got at quarterback. I totally agree. I think I think best option at quarterback uh, is, is, is a true statement, but he's also a top five quarterback. Um, I believe Lamar Jackson is a top five quarterback. My my issue with um, paying him, I'd say top ten. I don't know about top five, but I, if I, he's I top five, he'd be five. Then I, I give you that. I can give you that. Okay, okay. I give you five. I, I don't. I don't think he's top three. But because okay. if he was, I would have just said top three. He's definitely four <laughs> right, or five. Right. Like he's definitely four or five to me. Um, but when you have that kind, quarterbacks are hard to come by, especially a top five quarterback. Mm-hmm. That, Very true. They're hard to come by. You keep them. Um, my, the only issue that I have with Lamar's contract at this point is you go by, unfortunately, you kind of go by what the landscape is. The market. You go by what the market is. When running backs was getting stupid contracts a couple of years ago, it was because Todd Gurley and them niggas had pushed those contracts to astronomical astronomical places uh, so and you compare you they compare you to your contemporaries correct so if if 
the gentleman in Jalen Hurts, who has now gone to the Super Bowl, he hasn't won an MVP, but he's gone to the Super Bowl, was a borderline MVP, is a starter on a Super Bowl-bound, or at least a playing for Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl contending, contending team. team. Right. Um, who also is not just a passing quarterback, uses his legs. That is hell, That is super important. Of course. For this argument. Because part of it is they don't want to give you that money because you're a mobile quarterback. Living outside of the living outside of the pocket, we all know as a quarterback, is dangerous, will shorten your expectancy, will shorten your career, will get you hurt and leave your team in a bad position. I.e. Um, Mike Vick. RG3. Like let, let we can we could go through the Byron Leverage, like we can we can continue exactly. this. Yes. Um but the point is that they don't want to give you that guaranteed money and you're not guaranteed to be able to play because you're always out of the pocket. Jalen Hurts has now, I think Jalen has a better resume than Lamar at Jackson moment. at the moment. I don't think he has a better career resume because his career isn't as long. But I think that he has a better resume as of right now. And he has put his stamp on this is what is acceptable at this level. You right. asking for more than that almost seems asinine when you are measured by your contemporary. Your contemporary was just in the Super Bowl and didn't right. get that kind of money. Your contemporary put up numbers as as good as, if not slightly better than yours. And, and this he wasn't what, an MVP. And he wasn't an MVP. And this is what he received. Mm-hmm. So, I I think it's going to be hard for Lamar Jackson to get the the the, the full guaranteed two hundred that he wants. But I do think it is very doable if he's willing. Rumors had it they offered him three years at one thirty. Right. If they're willing to fully do, guaranteed. Right. If they're willing to do maybe one fifty one fifty for four years. I think that we, I think that might be the right number. Um, we'll see. So. I mean, that's I mean that's what we think. And just to add something else to this conversation that we're having is the fact that I don't know, bro. Like I, I can understand you get in the bag, and I can't even knock you for that because this is something you've earned. This is something that you've worked for practically your entire life. Right. So I totally respect that. I just think personally that. You have to think about the team as well, bro. You got to you ha- you have to have reliable pieces around you. You have to have good receivers around you. You have to have a reliable offensive line. Um maybe you want to keep like, you know, certain coaches in the fold or whatever the case is, you know, and there's just not enough money to go around and we're talking about a salary cap league. So you're chewing so much or you're going to chew or you're trying to chew so much of the salary cap that you're not going to leave a lot of room for a lot of the other skill positions where the Ravens actually need help. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't mean to bring this up or compare him to this person that I'm about to mention next, but I think that's one of the great qualities that the goat Tom Brady, Tom Brady had in yep. a sense where he would constantly restructure his contracts. He would take less money in order to have a squadron around him full of, you know, skillful players, you know, at the skill positions. So I I feel like at times, you know, 
we kind of get lost in the sauce in the sense where, yeah, you know, we got to give this quarterback this money. We got to pay this quarterback this money. But there's a salary cap that we have to respect. And we also want to crowd this great player around other good to great players as well. And sometimes I feel like in that passion or in that pursuit to get that type of contract, we kind of like lose ourselves a little bit, you know, and I don't know, like for instance, me, maybe, maybe if I was in that, maybe I'm talking shit. It could be, I'm not in that position. I'm not in Lamar's position. So I could be talking shit right now. I'm just saying that I, I think I'd be selfless enough to think, you know what, if they're offering me 130 guaranteed, you know, this is something that I've never had in my life. And it'll be an ultimate privilege to continue playing, for instance, for this for this franchise or whatever the case is that drafted me at least. And at least there's going to be enough space to get other players to come aboard. And, you know, we could like, we could do this together, you know, and, and reach incredible heights and reach a Super Bowl, you know, but teach his own. Lisa said, uh, can't let your ego be the best of you as an athlete. Exactly. Exactly. E. Exactly. Um, last thing I'm going to say on this and we can move on. And I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna use. I'm not gonna use Lamar Jackson as the the example to this because I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to wish any bad on that man's career. Um, first and foremost, the way I always look at things. Again, I tend to look at things on the very big picture scale. I lose. I lose details in some of the things sometimes and I have to zoom back in, but I focus on the larger picture scale so much. And that's what helps keep me focused on. That is what helps keep me focused on the, the, the bigger, you know, the bigger issue is remembering where I'm going. Remembering Mm -hmm. where, where, where I am headed, remembering what's on the agenda. Right. I might want 150 million. Okay, and I know that shit. I can't. I I know at one fifty, but we got a salary cap. Yeah, I'm paid, but how good is it that I'm paid and I'm getting fucked up every year, and I'm not playing for a championship? In my in my in my perspective, in my respective sport, how much does that money actually matter? Or I could take one thirty or one twenty, right? Go and get actual skill players to help me at these positions actually play for a ring every year, get the bonuses that come with each playoff game. Mm-hmm. That the come incentives. With the incentives that come with the Super Bowl. Right. That come with the advertisements for being a winning franchise or franchise player, not only regionally, mm-hmm. but once you get to those Peyton Mannings, those Gronkowskis, those bigger names, those those Dak Prescotts, those, you know, those, those Patrick Mahomes, where you're doing nationwide State Farm commercials, right? Chunky's commercials, Subway, Subways. Um, mm-hmm. when you're doing movie cameo, they have big brands about 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 athletes. Movies, yeah. you're doing cameos. You're doing you, you you got like LeBron. You got TV shows. There's That's so your, many avenues. There's so many avenues to get to the bag. That if I'm cutting twenty thousand twenty million out of somewhere, I'm gonna get it somewhere else. Or you can invest to get that too. That's just me. Or you can take the shot on yourself and then it's true to yourself. Moving on. 
Quick question. Yes, sir. We was having a conversation. We sure were. And I was talking to my wife. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife I had some chicken. Mm-hmm. It was spicy chicken. <laughs> I don't like spicy. And that my butthole was not the same as it was previously. Sound like it was on fire. It was crazy. <laughs> this was this was this was this was the middle of the night uh chicken from the other night. It right. was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. And oh, I feared that this hot chicken may have forever changed me. And I and I told my wife, what are you doing? What are you why you do this noise making? I felt I felt doing? like caressing them, Mike. Oh yeah, I don't know why you did that. But so my uh she was like, Oh no, that's that's okay. That's all you I was like, no, you gotta yes, you a big a too, by the way. That's I'm like first of, no 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 no. Like first off, you should be concerned about, you know, because you know this is a, a team problem. She was like, "This is not no team problem. I don't have no relationship with your butthole." I said, "Wait a minute. What do you mean you ain't got no relationship with my butthole? I got a relationship with your butthole." And she said, "No, you don't." I said, "The hell, I don't. I done been face to face with your booty hole. We done had conversations, okay?" Which leads me to ask people. Interesting. Are you in a relationship with the booty hole? Do you be in a relationship with the booty hole? Because I try. I try. I try to be in a relationship with the booty hole, but they kind of like take that opportunity away from me. <laughs> but I be I be trying to conversate with the booty hole, but they don't be making the booty hole available like that. So, you know, it make me feel some sort of way. The booty hole is nowhere near as accessible as it should be. It's not as accessible. It's not, but, you know, when you're in between the sheets, you know, obviously, you know, with your lady, it's a lot closer than you think. So that being said, um, I've tried to have conversations, but I guess I haven't gotten there yet with the wife, but, you know, maybe someday. Okay, well... But I'm we, just, we I, I'm trying, like, you know, I'm like, I'm like that dude that's like trying to get out of that friend zone of the booty hole to try to like, you know, f- form something more. We're trying to, I'm trying friendship. to bond with the booty hole. Exactly. You got to get but, real close. So it's like, I'm, I'm trying to like whisper sweet nothings to it. Word. I'm trying to like take it out, you know, on a date, you know, at least just give me the opportunity, you know, nice movie, dinner, you know. Word. You got to get close up on it and just. Blowing it just a little bit, blowing it just a little bit. Let her know that you care. Soft yeah. caresses, right? You know what I mean, we're not always we're not always there to mistreat it. We're not all like they, like I think sometimes we're not we're not only there to put our thumbs in it. And that's nah, like, we just want to appreciate the booty hole too. Yeah. Once you know, we appreciate it. You know, what I mean, definitely gonna have to censor this one for the kids too. But go ahead, yeah, I understand. I just it's crazy, but it is what it is. I just want yeah. y'all opinion. Yeah, yeah. Somebody let us know. Are you in a relationship with the okay. booty hole? No, you didn't. At least, <laughs> hell no. Conversate is crazy. She said, "Fuck the booty Fuck hole." The booty hole. What about the, what pussy, about the hole? pussy hole? I mean, I mean that's always going to get all the love. That. Yeah, exactly. You, you get all the yeah. love. Like you have to be able to spread the love sometimes too. You can't just keep the attention on one side. You know. 
Yeah, Stacy says, yes, sir, as long as it's not mine. So wait, what do you mean? <laughs> wait a, in a relationship As long as it... So you want a relationship with the other person's booty hole, but you don't want a relationship with your booty hole, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Come through, Stacy. Just make so, sure we got that understood. So selfish. I mean, first off, I don't want you to have a relationship with my booty hole. Okay, she said correct. I mean, that's so, up to you. That's up to you. I mean... No, I mean, Wade feels differently. I mean, that's hey, and that's exactly. for that man. That's for that man. I'm not in that man's bedroom. Whatever that man, whatever that man do in the bedroom, kudos. Hey, kudos, kudos, my what you eat don't make me shit. You know what I mean? Who you fuck don't make come. So, kudos. Stacy says that is correct. She would like a relationship with the booty with hole. Someone else's booty hole, so, not hers. So, Stacy, now I'm gonna ask. I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Does it matter if it does it? Okay, hold on. My booty hole is celebrate, but I, I may find myself making out with someone else. Someone else's. Okay, so Stacy, question: Does it does it does it matter if it's a man or a woman's booty hole, or are you are you an equal opportunist when it comes to the booty holes? Let us know. Are you an equal opportunity booty hole eater? Not the booty. Are you tossing salads for both for both genders? Is what Damn, you took you took it to bring the pain. You took it back to bring the pain, Chris Rock, bro. Oh Lord have mercy. Toss salad man. Toss salad man. <laughs> All right. While we wait on Stacy to let us know if uh if you know. Oh wait, there she goes. She says, "Nope, I'm an equal opportunist." All right. Okay. There we go. All right, she's a switch hitter. There we go. Let's get it. Shout out, shout out, Stacey. Hope all as well. Yes, shout um, out, Stacey. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. Uh, Thank you for everyone else who's tuning in at the moment. Yep. Yep. Okay, so let's move on to the next topic. Um, yes, sir. So you remember them big ass red boots, the big red boots that was yes going around the Mario, said, yeah, right. the Astro Boys, technically the Astro Boys, right. Well, they remade them, and now they and somebody remade them. <laughs> they right. painted them. It looks like, but right, they're in Timberland colors now. Oh, they trying to disrespect. They made them New in Yorkers. Timberlands, and he wore them on a train with a whole fit and all that. Would you wear the Timberland big red boots? That's a quick no, and he deserved the eight ball jacket slapped for that. <laughs> If he's on the train. I'd hope somebody would give him an eight ball jacket slap across the face. Random boots. I mean, I'll, you could tell that people are just wearing them just to gain attention, basically, at this point. Because there, there's no there's no real reason why in New York you're gonna wear something like that <laughs> and feel proud of yourself. Uh okay, so no. This is a real quick this is a real quick one. I just needed to answer. No, I'm not wearing these out in public. Although I'm not gonna stun on you, I would wear them just for a picture, like like to say, I, like for a picture, you know. I would take them for like a Maybe. photo shoot. Maybe. And then, like, I would need you to understand. Remember, like, fight for New York. Remember that game, Def Jam fight yes. for New York. Yes. I would be the most dead ass nigga in New York of all time to have these boots on with the Timberland Astro boots. I would be the most dead ass nigga of all time, B. Okay. Of all time. You. Just for pictures. I got you. Just for pictures. Stacy said disrespectful. 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 
But yeah, I'd be the most dead ass nigga of all time, B. So copy that. All right. So man on plane loses it over <laughs> crying baby. He really lost it. And Pafok, you have to see this man go crazy, go ballistic, hearing a baby scream for more than 40 minutes, he said. Yeah, it was 40 minutes. It was a flight from New York to, I think it was New York to Orlando. But the baby was crying for over 40 going, minutes. It was Florida bound, I think. Yeah, it was Florida bound. And mm-hmm. the baby was crying for over 40 minutes. And this black man lost it. And he <laughs> he was complaining about the baby. They had to get staff over to talk to him. And he starts screaming. Talking about if you could, if he's like, talking about you, I'm not screaming, but if you want me to scream, I can scream. Why y'all over here talking to me? Why don't somebody go shut up that baby? And exactly. And there was like, like, sir, there was like, sir, stop screaming. He was like, the baby's screaming. <laughs> You're like, did he pay extra for that shit? Did right. he pay extra to be up here fucking screaming this whole time? <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about this man losing it over the baby on on the on the on the on the plane? I'll be quite honest. I'm actually torn because I I kind of feel him in a sense because you get on a plane, for instance, and you're in a cabin and you're going to be in this cabin probably for at least an hour, I'd say. So, you know, for 40 minutes of that time or during that time span to hear a baby scream, it's very annoying. I've been through that experience myself. It's just it's never brought me to a boiling point, but I can understand how it can bring how that situation can bring someone to a boiling point because we're all human and we could only take but so much. Maybe he was having a bad day that day, you know, and that was just the straw that broke the camel's back in this case. And he just decided to just lash out at least, you know, you know, he didn't, his intent wasn't to hurt anyone. You know, he wasn't trying to like, you know, slap the baby or he wasn't trying to slap the the baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't he, baby. <laughs> hey, wasn't shut that baby it. up. Shut that baby up. Before I give it a before I give it a, a little bit of rise your father. Knock and knock that baby out. Knock it out, baby no place. That's crazy. Nah, but I'm saying, but I, I feel where he's coming from. Cause sometimes you're like, yo, could the parents do something to shut the baby up perhaps in some way with a passy or something like that. But then I understand again, you know, we're talking about a baby, the baby's actually uncomfortable, you know, in the plane. I think planes are very uncomfortable for babies. So that side of me understands that as well. So that's why I told you in the beginning that I'm just completely torn with the situation. All right. True, screaming more. At least it's true, but screaming more. <laughs> to add to the noise doesn't make it better. I think it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But you know what? I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm also torn here because this, this is a part of you as a mature person, as an adult that tells you, like, you know, you know, it's a baby. You know that it's crying. You know that. And, and you're right. Am I in a, in a normal coming and going? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't bother me. But everybody has a breaking point. That's what I mentioned. Everybody has a breaking point. Whether whether it you don't know, we don't know what that man had been through. We don't know nothing about that man at all. We don't know where that man was coming from. For all we know, he was going to bury his kids who were just killed in a massive shooting. Like we don't know nothing about what that man's mind state was. And that baby crying for 40 minutes straight could have just been his breaking point. It could have just been his breaking point. And 
No, me screaming doesn't fucking shut that baby up, but it makes me feel better. Because you're kind of venting. I'm, I'm venting about it. I'm, I'm getting it off, and I'm letting you know your baby's an asshole. <laughs> your baby, <laughs> your baby is an asshole. Oh, for crying for forty minutes. <laughs> your baby is an asshole for crying for forty minutes on this plane. Oh, man. And you are the parents of an asshole. Because you couldn't figure out a way to shut him the fuck up in 40 minutes. For 40 minutes. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, come on. Y'all have 40 minutes. You can do something to like, calm the baby down. Take like, put a little bit of liquor. Put a little bit right. of liquor in the baby. In the, like, in let's the, say. Like, put like, some like, just, 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 you know, just like, just for speculation's sakes. I mean, maybe they could have stood up with the baby, walked around the plane, maybe. If they were able to stand up at that point, obviously. Right. Get up with the baby, walk around with it, you know, like just try. Why was something. the baby crying for forty minutes? Maybe it was that's the next like, thing. That's the next question. Like, so is is I'm, should I'm, that baby, you know, should have been on board? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know these things, right? And so again, when I hear shit like that, it's funny because the headline and it's funny in the moment, but the reality is these moments don't ever just happen. It's it's not like somebody just went crazy because the baby was crying. Now, that's not normal behavior. Right. That's not that's not normal behavior. There's a reason that baby was crying for 40 minutes. And there's a reason that that man reacted that way to hearing that baby for 40 minutes. It's just usually, usually adults behave better because we are trained better. <laughs> but that, that but I, I hate the fact that we're told that because he reacted a certain way that he's wrong. No, he's not wrong. He's reacting to his fucking environment. He has yeah. every right to be upset. That there is a baby fucking crying on a plane ride that he paid. This isn't somebody gave him some shit. I paid for the plane ride. Yeah. I did not pay to listen to your baby cry for 40 minutes. Right. I did not do that. I did not pay to be made uncomfortable for 40. Like, no, that's not what happened. Now, but you can't control that. Of course you can't not. control that. But you know, again, he has the right to be frustrated. <laughs> he has the right to be frustrated. Pretending like people don't have the right to be frustrated when something is very frustrating. Right. It's frustrating. Like a, like a baby crying for 40 minutes. Exactly. Uh, he says, I'm torn too. It, it didn't bother me because I have kids. If I was there, I would have tried to help. Right. The baby could have could be colic. You're right. That's, and again, yeah, that's true. And again, we're not saying that there's something wrong with that. With my, my biggest issue is, yes, to the extent of where he went with it was over the top. Of course. Of course. But, but People acting like you don't ever get frustrated exactly. and, and, and lash out things and, and actually it, raise your voice. Crazy. Yeah, now that's wild. That's yeah, wild. and then you're going to judge a person based on that. And, you know, then then the stereotypes, you know, come leaking as well, you know, and it's just like, it's just retu- it's just stupid. It's crazy. Next up, this conversation, I was looking forward to having. Mm-hmm. Look forward to having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Pre-COVID <laughs> is back. And it's nasty. Why why would you want to look forward to speaking about COVID? Because this is nasty. Pre-COVID. We're not talking about COVID. We're talking about how you savages was living before COVID. <laughs> You're talking about those kind of people that would go into the bathroom, not wash their hands. Yeah. Kind of people. Yeah, them niggas. Them niggas is outside. <laughs> Them niggas yeah, they outside. back outside. Yeah, they nasty. They back outside. Bro, we went and got sandwiches the other day, right? We're gonna get to that. We went, we gonna we went and got sandwiches, B. Mm-hmm. And there was groups of niggas outside just next to each other. 
in a circle. Mm-hmm. That's nasty, B. That's yeah, nasty. It is. Niggas just outside in circles, B. Just yeah, huddled up. That's nasty. That's yeah. nasty, B. Yeah, yeah. You niggas is nasty, B. You niggas is getting corner store sandwiches after dabbing your mans in them up. Yeah. After getting off the train, opening that sandwich up and eating the sandwich, B. No sanitizer. washing your hands. No sanitizer in sight, B. You niggas is nasty. You niggas is nasty. 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 You, you you out here having you having one night stands and eating a booty on the first night? You nasty, B. Exactly. You niggas is you, nasty. You don't even know her or him from a can of paint and you eating the booty? Nasty. You eating the groceries already? Uh-uh. It's too early for that. Nasty. Too early I'm wa- for that. I'm watching folk out here cough, cough into their hands and then put their hands put their hands on subjects, the walls, press oh, buttons. hell no. On the buttons. Doorknobs. And then want to shake this nasty, bitch. Nah. You niggas is living foul. Hell yeah. You niggas is living real foul. Bro, you know they really back because I, I, I know a few people that I really don't speak to anymore, but I know how they get down where they don't take a shower at night before they go to bed. That's nasty, too. That's crazy. After what a whole day, after a whole day of work, you gonna fall asleep and not take a shower? I mean, it depends, nigga. I mean, it depends on if you working. After you working at home? No, no. I'm saying you know if you working outside. Oh you've yeah, been yeah, On yeah. the train, you've been on the bus, or you've oh, yeah, been no, in traffic, crazy. and and you know you you your underwear smell like something crazy, and you that's coming crazy. home and you are not taking a shower to go straight to bed? Oh no, you nasty. That's crazy. You, you niggas out here not wearing deodorant. It done broke. It done broke seventy three degrees. Mm-hmm. You That's nasty. crazy. You nasty. That's crazy. You still you put. Nasty. You still put tussy on your door to roll on drink on your little kids, and you know she starts smelling. She started you smelling nasty. in fourth grade. She in seventh grade nasty. now. Give her give her deodorant. That's crazy. That's real. That's you real nasty. crazy. That's nasty. nasty. That do rag you had on all winter time. You uh-huh. ain't lost that. Not once. You ain't washed it once. That flight jacket that you wore the whole winter too, you never washed it either. You nasty. Crazy. That's nasty, B. You niggas is nasty. Real nasty. Huh. What about the white lady that got beat up for telling the black lady she can't eat at the hotel? I didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah, do Please, tell. I deal with church every day and they do some nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Nasty. Yo, source is nasty, B. Bro, nasty. Saturday. I was in Yankee Stadium, and I went into the bathroom, and I saw, like, five people use the urinals, and those five people just left, voted. It's a crazy world. It's a crazy world we live in. That's nasty. It's a crazy world we live in. You nasty. Crazy world we live in. Yeah, and for you ladies getting all them panties together and putting them in the washing machine, you nasty, too. Should be washing that shit in the bathtub. Oh no, not the bad stuff. Not the sink though. Don't don't put those in the sink. That's nasty. Nah, nah. Nasty. But I, I, I gotta brush my teeth there, B. Don't don't take a group of you know shitty, shitty drooly panties together and throw them all in the washing machine. That's nasty. You nasty. That's nasty, B. I got I gotta brush my teeth in the sink. This basin right here, my face go here, B. Exactly. Don't put don't put your drawers here, B. Don't put those just here. When, just when you it's shower, wa- wash your drawers and then you know, throw them in the half or whatever. That's nasty. That's, real, nasty. that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. How like many two times? Week old, two week old panties, you know, in a hamper. 
and then you're taking it out from there and throwing them in the washing machine. You nasty. Why is there another man condom still in this in this in this garbage can? Exactly. Why is this condom still here? Exactly. That's nasty. You nasty. That's nasty. That's that's mad nasty. That's disgusting. And you detergent, not body soap. Yeah, there you go. Who uses Do your detergent? Thing. Who uses body soap as as the church? You niggas is living a different kind of existence. <laughs> Y'all living a different kind of existence. I'm you tired. Nasty. Of, you nasty. We get out of here. I don't even want to talk about this no more. You niggas is gross. You niggas is gross. All right. So yesterday, well, yes, well, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. I had a couple studio sessions. And Jay had a couple studio sessions. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Lounge Studios. Uh, shout outs. They treat, shout outs to Michelle. Family. Shout out Michelle, Ava Rain. She got a new joint oh, coming. Kissing you in She's a couple phenomenal. days. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy R&B track. Crazy. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Blue. Um, shout out to everybody that was there, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to Blake. Um, Blake, something Blake, uh, shout out to Ways uh, Ways Manufacturing. I got some paperwork in my inbox that didn't sign it yet, so we can't talk about it. But we will do that next week. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, so with that said, I've been working on this song, and I got this joint that came in my inbox from my homeboy Lethal Dose. Shout out to him. Shout out. Um, and I've been sitting on it for like a year or so. But when I got it, I heard it and I literally said, Oh, I gotta get Jay on this. <laughs> I gotta get Jay on this. So after some time and having him write and rewrite, we was in the studio. Jay finally got the full artist experience for the first time. Like the studio booked out. Yeah. We in there eating, whatever make him comfortable. We got the the if you didn't look basketball at the, game going, yeah, we got the game on the on the on the big screen phone. We got the the booth set up. We got the the whole the, like it's a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a right. vibe for real. Definitely. And Jay had to, you know, what I mean, he had to go in there and do his artist thing. How did yeah. it feel as an artist the first time? Uh, like, how was the vibe walking into the studio? I want to. I really want to get to like how it felt for you the first time because I remember what it felt like. Like walking into a real, and then, again, this is not your first time walking into a studio. No, no, but, but, as, but as you, in an official studio. But as a no, you've been in, you've been a smash, you've been a smash with me. No, no, in, no, but to like actually record as a, yeah, that's about to say as the artist. Right? How was it like? How was it? You know, as as the artist, how was it this time walking in and knowing that you know you was having to put some work in? <laughs> first and foremost, brother. Um, I just want to thank you for the opportunity. You know, I just wanted oh to thank you, you know, for thinking of the kid, you know, as soon as that beat came on, you know, that they sent you. And, um, you know, I was honored, you know, um, I had hope to do it, you know, a little bit sooner in a sense, but, you know, you have to let things happen in its due time in a sense, you know, and I, I feel like I'm a believer in God and I feel like you have to let things happen on his perfect timing so that time just had to be now, and I'm cool with it either way. And um, it, other than that, you know, I'm just grateful. Um, in terms of the experience, my goodness, 
the last time I went in a booth to actually record, it was literally like 20 years ago. And um, I was basically the mockery or, or, or the butt of all jokes because uh, the person that was actually producing, you know, he didn't have a lot of like patience or anything like that. The person who was handling, you know, the pro tools, he didn't have a lot of patience. And like, you know, I just heard them like talking smack in the room. Like, what is this guy? What, I mean, I mean, when is this guy going to get this together? Whatever the case is like, like I didn't know about punch-ins. I didn't know about any of that stuff. No dubs, no punch-ins. I didn't know about any of that stuff back then. So, you know, I could have just told him, like, listen, all right, you know, it seems like I'm frozen in one part, but just punch me in so I could come in again, you know, with the second part or whatever the case is of the verse. And, um, you know, I'll eventually, you know, get it together, even if I have to perform it or whatever the case is. So um, basically they didn't have no patience with me. So I was just – I just left the booth frustrated, you know, um, I grew up around hip hop. So one of my aspirations was always, you know, to just rap, you know, um, you know, being born and raised basically in East New York. Those are one of my, you know, one of my desires, you know, aside from like playing basketball or being a professional athlete, either playing baseball or football, rapping was also, you know, included as well. And um, it's something that I have a deep passion for. And um, I have more of a passion for writing music than interpreting it. Cause I don't feel like I'm such a great interpreter and I don't think I have the voice to interpret in a sense. And maybe that first experience that I had, this was in somebody's house where they set up a studio. It kind of like drew me away from that. So it just turned me into like a person that just, you know, continuously writes things. And, um, you know, if there's any producers out there, you know, um, I'm always willing to write, you know, a verse for anybody or even write a whole song for anybody in the, in the English or Spanish language to be exact. But the whole experience, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, I felt right at home. I felt like it's something that I had to like kind of get off my back and finally like get in the studio and just, you know, at least finish the song with someone or finish my verse or whatever the case yeah. is. And um, it was wonderful, you know, um, being the age that I'm at now to fulfill that. It, it just felt great all around. And once again, you know, I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Um, I'm just thankful to just be in the situation, to be in the predicament, to be a part of a Sincere Da Vinci project. It's an absolute honor to me. And, you know... Um, you know, I, I I I don't know. I can't say nothing more. I'm just completely grateful and thankful for everything. That's dope, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you you were able to do it. I I never said in, I never set you up for failure. So when I heard it, I was like, this is this is great. This is right up your alley. I can see you doing this. And you did not by any means let anybody down. Like anybody who's heard it so far was like, yo, this nigga Jay wants like yeah. Oh, so people, oh, people outside of the studio have heard it too? Yeah, a couple people have heard the, 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 the rough uh, draft, the, the, the rough draft of it. And it was like, nah, that nigga went dumb. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, 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 like, I was, oh, I, I definitely, I definitely was, I definitely, I definitely showed up to the track with Chancletas and a drink. And I was like, yo, Jay, here. <laughs> and you definitely was like, yo, I got this for you. I was like, yeah. Like, it was like, yeah. Cause they was like, yo, there was like, yo, your verse definitely fit, and it was, it was very fitting. But Jay's right. drink, it, it gave it the energy. I was like, yeah, and I was on vacation, like I'm, I'm here. Like for me, when I envisioned, I envisioned yeah. it was a party. I told you, but I, right. but I, but when I'm at a party, I'm in my own section with my folks, 
I'm lounging. I'm not exactly. You know I mean? I'm chilling. This is. I'm, this is I'm this usually. I'm, I'm usually. I'm usually the one dancing. You know. Right. And every now and then I'll the dance with you. But right. but usually I'm chilling. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm I'm, I'm feeling the vibe. And that's what right. it sounds like. It feels like I was just chilling. And because yeah. the whole verse is te- is me literally talking to the waitress. If you if you understand that, right? Then you'll like you you'll hear it even in the verse when I'm telling her. <clears throat> you hear me going over the different tequilas they had. It was like. Okay, we got me, me and my amigos. Now it's Casamigos. I get it. Shit chain with the time. I'm going over Patronus. Patron. I'm like personally, Don Julio forty two is my favorite, but whatever is fine. Like literally, I'm telling her. Like I'm yeah. speaking to the waitress as I'm making my order at the table. Right. And, and it's like you know I'm gonna do a little something. I got these shoes on. Your verse was fantastic, by the way, sir. You know I appreciate it, but it was it was yeah. definitely more laid back. But this shit was definitely yeah yeah. When you came on, I was like, "Oh, this nigga got it! Like he, <laughs> he gave me everything I needed." So, yeah. but I'm happy to have it, G. I'm, I'm happy to have it if you want it. Um, I look forward you. to moving forward. I look forward to seeing what this could do. The Latin community is a huge, huge uh, community. It's a huge mm-hmm. market, and they love good music, and we yeah, love them. Do. So we'll see yeah, what this does when we push it this summer. So is this. Uh... I don't know if you could say it on here, but is it for promo or is it for like a project or it's going on the EP that's coming out soon and it's going to be pushed out for licensing and syncing, which is why I needed you to have all of your paperwork correct. Wow. Yeah. So I, I mean <laughs> I'm at loss for words because I was thinking like this is just like for promo or something. Oh like no, nah, this is this is this is wow. This is uh this one is getting a big push. So yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to assimilate this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So my ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all tuning in. It has been a nice 50 minutes. We're gonna try to go get these games. I'm gonna try to go find my fucking remote control. Remote control. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> the excitement in your face just now, Jay. Stacy is excited for you. <laughs> Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> so we appreciate you, Stacy. We love you truly. Oh um, man. Yeah, Stacy, I've known her. We're not gonna talk about years. We ain't gonna age ourselves like that. But yeah, I've known her forever, pretty much. She's one. She's near and dear to me. So, um, that's family, then. Yeah. To everybody else, please, 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 be safe out here. Be same with Elisa. Actually, I've known Elisa longer than I've known Stacy. By maybe oh, like I... by maybe like a year. But both are high school. Both the high school. I've known, yeah, no. I've definitely known I've known E since I was a freshman in high school. Mm. Um I've known E since I was a freshman in high school. She's always been like a big sister to me. Um, love you guys. I enjoy every episode I catch. Yes, please don't forget if you can't get it live, go to the podcast. Go to the podcast on your on the uh, Apple joint. Go to Spotify. Go to SoundCloud. It's all there. It's all. Go to YouTube. It's all there. Yeah, so if you don't catch there. it live, it's all there. Yep, ladies and much. gents, this is it for the show. We love y'all. Love you too, Stace. Stace. We out there. All right. Uh, Cheers.